Welcome to the thrilling final episode of our radio drama. Hello and welcome to episode 172 of the Rotten Views podcast. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon. I did those backwards, but whatever, it's fine. It's 6 o'clock in the morning right now on a Monday morning. I'm recording this because my daughter has woken up sick, so I am staying home doing my daddy duties with her. Uh, So she's just in her room asleep, hopefully, at this point in time. Uh, I'm going to record this podcast, hopefully get it out, out in time and uh just you know use the data edit it and do some other various you know art stuff and whatnot so to try and get ahead of things uh, at least that's the game plan for now but we have a really fun movie uh set up for this episode of the podcast if you guys haven't seen the title already i'm sure you have um we are watching Ernest saves christmas from 1988 uh, it's an hour and 31 minutes of course you can watch it on disney plus um if you haven't seen this movie i don't know what you guys are doing with your life but then again maybe some people don't like Ernest itself they don't like good old Jim Varney for some odd reason. I don't know. He's my childhood favorite actor, and I loved watching his movies as a kid. You know, like Ernest Reds again, and Ernest goes to camp, and Ernest Scared Stupid, which I did on the podcast already, um, which I think just got edged out of the first place spot for my most listened episode on the podcast. I think it's in number two spot now, um, just behind. Um, I'm, I'm blanking because it's so early in the morning. I believe it's the Midnight Hour that's retaken first place, or which was actually first place for months and months now at this point in time. So I'm surprised a lot of people like that movie because I don't see that movie as being a movie that people know that much about, at least when I bring up in horror groups and whatnot. It seems that not a lot of people actually know that movie. It's interesting. I enjoy it, and I, I'm, I'm glad that people are enjoying the podcast. And thank you again for showing up to another episode. So if this is your first episode, I appreciate you for showing up. Uh, we're going to talk about this movie from start to finish and hit all the points in between at least the points that interest me and uh yeah if you don't want to be spoiled on a movie that came out in 1988 you can pause this right now and go uh, find it on disney plus or probably i'm assuming there's probably another spot to find it as, as well but you know i'm watching it on disney plus because it's a good app i almost never use it not gonna lie just in this day and age that we have so many apps that take over the place that you know it's it's pretty much like having tv like basic tv again it's just you're paying for all these various apps and now you gotta go from one app to the next app to find what you're watching i still like tubi Tubi's great. Just putting that out there. Tubi and YouTube. Got a lot of great moves on there. A lot of great shows you can find. Yeah. Hopefully you guys are doing well. 
I hope you guys are all ready for Christmas because that is very fast approaching. Actually, this episode is going to come out on um, on the 23rd, actually. So it's going to be like a little early Christmas present for you guys. A little early Christmas gift from me to you. Uh, yeah, I'm sur- I don't know where this month went to, to be honest with you. This this whole month, actually the last, last three months have gone by really, really quickly. And I haven't been able to get nearly as much done as I want to. You know, with some incidents in the family, uh, uh, passing of a family member, the... Uh, uh, instant with the the family cat being sick you know old age and everything catching up there and then just my child in general getting sick from school because you know school is just a little you know container for viruses just to keep building up and building up but yeah it is what it is you know you, you just take it as it comes and uh, you deal with life so hopefully you guys have been checking out the uh, youtube live streams though we've been doing a lot of that we've been doing the fortnite lego stuff uh been doing yakuza on there as well we have the weekly game video dropping every wednesday for those of you that aren't used to checking out the youtube channel definitely go check that out uh we got a lot of content on the youtube channel some art videos some a, bu- a bunch of shorts we're going to be ramping those up even more uh, we're going to have some more digital artwork coming out now because i'm uh i got a, a used uh, art tablet so we're going to be uh getting a good pro program at some point in time won't be in the next month or so because you know the cost of christmas and everything else but we're going to be getting a decent program that we can uh you know bang out some artwork and hopefully go from there get some sticker designs done and all that other fun stuff and then like i said we have all the other social media stuff if you guys want to check that all out you know all these social media links will be down below. Uh, but yeah, you can follow me, Typhonstein, on anything. Pretty much YouTube, uh, Instagram, X, uh, Threads, if that's still even a thing. The Facebook page. You know, anywhere and everywhere. Just, you know, say hi. Leave a review on the podcast if you want to. You know, if you're on Apple, you know, leave a review on there. Five stars. If you feel like it. I'm not going to demand it by any means. Uh, or if you're on Spot, uh, Spotify, leave a star, star rating. I think we are a solid five stars right now for five reviews. Five for five. Uh, I'll take it. I'm good with that. I'm totally happy with that. So, uh, if you guys want to leave a couple star reviews, that'd be great as well. I don't expect it, but, you know, I feel, feel like I should do it because all the other podcasts I listen to pretty much ask about it. So, but yeah, enough about all that kind of stuff. You guys are here to listen to me talk about Ernest and how he's going to save Christmas for everyone. I ain't going to lie, this is the one movie I've watched twice this year already. Still got, you know, fit in like the Santa Claus movies and Jingle All the Way and, of course, Chevy Chase, uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation because that's a go to movie every year. I don't know if you guys aren't watching it. You guys are silly. But that's just my personal opinion. But anyways, back to Ernest Saves Christmas. Uh, it was released in 1988. It's uh, directed by John Cherry III. We'll get into that. Starring Jim Varney, of course. And um, apparently it had a budget of $6.5 million. And the box office was $28.2 million. So that's pretty good... Uh pretty good uh income it's a touchstone picture as well that was acquired by disney later on it was i think a third third movie in a deal with disney where they had a deal with varney and i think cherry where they're going to do a three movie series or maybe like four movies but yeah, we'll hop over to John R. Cherry III, who was the director for this movie, who's also the director for all the other movies of Ernest, like Ernest in the Army from 1998, Ernest Goes to Africa from 1997, uh, Ernest Goes to Camp from 1987, and also Dr. Otto and the uh, Riddle of the Gloombeam. Uh, I've only watched that movie once. I think I actually watched it on the podcast. Uh, I don't remember what episode it was, but like that's the, one of the first Ernest movies that's not like any of the other Ernest movies, and I believe they did the other Ernest movies because they saw Jim Varney doing these different characters in that movie and saw, you know, his acting skills, so they went with it. I could be totally wrong on that, but that's what I feel like I remember from watching that movie originally and doing a little bit of research on Dr. Otto and the Riddle of the Gloombeam. 
weird name, but we'll work with it. Then we have uh, two writers for this as well. We have Ed Turner being one of them, who wrote, of course, Ernest Saves Christmas from 1988. He also wrote Escape from the Naughty List, which does seem to have a star rating on IMDb, which is crazy. And he also did Winner Takes All uh, from 1987. Looks like a BMX movie of some sort. Or not BMX, a, a motocross movie of some sort. And then we also have B. Klein, who was also a writer for this, who, uh, yeah, didn't do anything other than Ernest Saves Christmas. So I love the, the quick descriptions. The first one on uh, Disney Plus is Santa Claus Passes His Magic Bag to a New Saint Nick. Then we go over to INDB, where at the top it says, you know, Comedy Family's Fantasy. And it says, Ernest helps Santa Claus as he searches for his successor. Which, you know, it's not wrong. It's uh, Santa Claus who feels like he's losing magic and he has to actually keep a list and note of things. It's because he's forgetting too much things, so he's trying to find his successor to take over. So I guess, you know, they're, they're not technically wrong. The tagline for this also is a holiday comedy unlike any other, which is fair, you know. It's definitely a different one, that's for sure. And then apparently, the trivia for this, apparently John Cherry, the director of this movie and all the other Ernest movies, thought that Ernest Saves Christmas was his best Ernest movie of all time, which it's fair. It's definitely up there for sure. I think Ernest Scared Stupid is better than this, but this is definitely a, a solid second place. Anyways, enough rambling about the movie. Let's just get right into Ernest Saves Christmas. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, Vern. Hey, hey, Vern. Let's get right into the movie. I can't do an Ernest voice, nor am I even going to attempt to try to do an earnest voice so we're just gonna enjoy the movie and uh yeah hopefully you guys really enjoy this episode because i know i'm gonna be enjoying it a lot presents saturday night at the movies the television series which each week brings you the finest in recent motion pictures tonight in the past there have been many traditional ways to celebrate christmas with songs with gifts with family and friends there's a new way ho 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 Bert. with Ernest. Ernest P. Worrell. He's back. Know what I mean? Back to save Santa. Santa's in the slammer. Look at those beady, twinkling eyes. Back to save Christmas. Back to save face. You're dead meat. That's life for you. Isn't she a doll? Ernest P. Worrell. Mr. Funtime. In the mission they said couldn't be done. On Comet. On Cupid. On Donder. In the movie they said shouldn't be done. Sophie, Ruffy, uh, uh, blister. You guys say you have a problem with reindeer? Trim the tree. Light the candle. Deck the hall. And hit the deck. Because Ernest P. Oral's coming to town. And he's coming with colorful cards and festively wrapped packages. Air brakes. <laughs> Ernest saves Christmas. We got that classic touchstone pictures uh, image popping up on screen, and then we have jumping right into the intro credits with the intro Christmas music, you know, starring Jim Varney, and then we have all these classic Norman Rockwell uh, art drawings and paintings all in the background as the credits are on. Such nice artwork. I believe they're all Rockwell. They they might be different artists, but they all look similar in that style, which is really nice and really classic style. From one artist to another artist, I can I can appreciate. It. It's not something I would personally create because I also don't feel like I'm on the uh, 
the level of that uh, anyways and i like more of a, a illustrated style thing than a painterly style artwork but i can definitely highly appreciate it then the movie finally starts and we just see this giant passenger plane touching down in the airport it's december 23rd uh, 2 p.m in orlando florida and we see santa claus coming in walking in off the plane and the guy's like so you come here often he's like oh yeah i usually fly in though you know i believe the one guy's coming from toronto and he's like so uh what's your line of work he's like i, I work in toys oh toys huh that's interesting and then they're going to like the the baggage claim area i don't go to airports i, b I believe that's the the proper term for it anyways the guy's like so yeah you come here often you know like work work related stuff he's like oh yeah i'm just here to you know appoint someone my job but you know i usually do all this stuff myself and as we see uh, santa claus picking up his big uh, red sack and then of course santa to just you know give more to the story being like you know at one time i could remember all the names on my list and the other guy's like ah oh, you got a lot of contacts that you work with huh he's like, oh, yeah i guess you could say that because all the kids in the airport are looking at him and he's looking at back of him kind of smiling he's like i don't know your name at all jimmy then we cut to Ernest, who's a taxi driver in this movie. And he's, you know, singing Old Christmas Street as he's trying to drive this guy to the airport. And then he turns into a NASCAR driver and starts speeding down the road where the guy's just holding onto his briefcase, scared shitless, being like, oh, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. Because Ernest P. World, thrill driver, former figure eight driver, is uh, set free now. And he's like be weaving in between traffic and at one point the passenger door comes open and the guy just falls out. So he stops, puts the car in reverse and has to pick the guy up and he's like stiff as a board and he's like, I'm gonna get you back in the car, mister. You gotta go to the airport. Let me see Santa with his bag up on the counter. He's like, the guy checking the ID and stuff. He's like, ah, nice bag. And he opens up the ID and we see it's literally him in a Santa suit. And the guy's looking around at everyone else. And there's a couple hippies and the, the crocodile Dundee guy. And looks like a pimp and a bunch of other people. And he's like, yeah, I hate this job. It's all right. You can go ahead. Go for him. And then Santa Claus is leaving. He's like, thanks, Skippy. And the guy just looks up and I'm like, Skippy, how you know that? How you know How you know my nickname? What? What's? How you know my nickname? You're a creep. And then we cut to see Ernest showing up at the airport where he's somehow hitting some air off of this road to the point where he flies his car through the sky and crashes through some luggage and then he gets out of the car he's like come on mister we gotta go you're gonna miss your flight and the guy's the guy's still like a you know stiff as a rock statue kind of thing because he's scared shitless so Ernest is trying to get him out of the car and every time he tries to get him out of the car he smashes his head up against the door frame then Ernest puts the guy on a cart and his luggage on the cart and he's moving the cart and then the guy falls off onto a conveyor belt and Ernest starts throwing his uh, luggage on the conveyor belt as well he's like ah you forgot your carry-ons I gotta go because now the guy whose luggage got crushed the security guard and those guys are chasing Ernest so now Ernest is running around the airport and we see Santa Claus walking as he's talking to that guy still and the guy's saying how he wants you know snow for christmas and we see Ernest and the security guys running behind him and at one point santa claus is like oh i gotta make a note of that pretty sure you said you wanted a cd player for christmas i know you want snow and then uh Ernest sees that santa claus is waiting for a ride so he's like ah come on get in my taxi cab i'm a taxi cab driver i'll take you wherever you need to go so then he gets in the taxi cab with santa and just drives away he's like <laughs> getting away from you guys before you kick my ass and then we see bobby and chuck the typical characters from every Ernest movie and bobby's a little skinny guy and he's trying to catch this big giant wooden crate that's coming down at him and it's actually a crate that has the reindeer inside of it and then the crate falls down on him and chuck goes gets off he's like bob always laying down on the ground moves the crate he's like hey bob our break's over Come on, we gotta get to work, Bob. Then the taxi cab. Uh, Santa Claus is having some eye issues because it's so sunny out. And Ernest's like, ah, not out here with the sun much, huh? And gives him some 3D American-style 
uh, glasses, like the paper glasses. He's like, yeah, it's gonna seem kind of weird, but uh, you probably hear this a lot, but you kind of look like Santa Claus, huh? He's like, yeah, I hear that a lot because I am Santa Claus. And there's just looks back, he's like, oh, okay, you're weird. Okay, but that's cool. And then driving down the, the road, we see this big giant truck with a bunch of Christmas trees on it. And has got his head out the window. He's like, ah, smell of Christmas trees. You can keep your channel number five. I love the smell of Christmas trees. And then we see a Christmas tree fall off the truck. So Ernest starts swerving around it. And then he puts the car in reverse to go pick it up. Gets back to where the tree is and literally just chucks it through the window in front of Santa Claus. And all the traffic is going crazy because Ernest stops in the middle of the highway. He's like, oh, yeah, they're really bunched up with this exit, huh? And then we see in the back of the car, we have see Santa taking off his sunglasses. Like, ah, so I guess you really needed a Christmas tree, huh? He's like, no, no. I'm pretty sure I can find someone who's going to have a good home for it. And then we have Chuck and Bobby back in the airport, like, hangar bay where all the packages are. And it's a big, giant wooden crate. And they're, they're discussing what the mailing slip says. And Bobby's right. He's saying it's elves. And Chuck's trying to say it's helper elms. And then the crate moves. And then... Uh, Chuck does his typical, you know, eye-jotting back-and-forth kind of segment that he always does in all the Ernest movies. Now we see Ernest back in town with Santa, and now he finally takes his Christmas tree out of the back seat of the car, and he's, we see him actually mounted on the roof of the car behind the, uh, the Bix pen display that they are running on the car. And then we find out that Santa Claus is going to see um, Joe Carruthers, uh, he's like a t- uh, kids TV show host kind of like Mr. Rogers and a lot and he wants him to be the new Santa Claus and then we see our other main for this movie Harmony she's uh, leaving a restaurant and this guy's chasing her after being like hey you can't just leave the restaurant without paying she's like oh that's my silly brother you know he's always leaving you know making me pay for everything I don't have any money on me and look there's my brother right there and then she runs off and then as she's running she runs in front of the tax cab and her screams and stops the car in time she pops in the car and then presses down the gas pedal she's like go 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 you see that 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 guy back there mister he's my mean uncle keeps me in the basement with all the rats and stuff making me work and i never get to see daylight and all so can you please not take me back there at all ever please please don't take me back there and there's like well lady don't worry you're in good hands with me and santa claus and of course she's like hi i'm harmony star you remember that name because i'm gonna be uh famous one of these days he's like well this is Ernest, and i'm santa claus and there's just so sorry he's like hey you surprised huh i'm surprised are you surprised i'm surprised then we get to the children's hospital where uh, Joe is working and Santa Claus goes to pay Ernest. And Ernest is looking at him and he's like, hey, this isn't real. He's like, what? I usually don't deal with real money. Uh, so that means little Timmy just got a whack of real money for Christmas then. And that's when Ernest is like, ah, what the heck? It's on the house, old fella. Merry Christmas to ya. And then we see Joe Carruthers in this room with a bunch of kids. He's doing the dinosaur hand puppets. And then with this hand puppet thing, he's talking about the Ice Age and whatnot. And the thing, like, he has a hand puppet where you have the display where he's hiding behind. But the display is like a, a thick, fun time looking mirror. So they could see him the whole time. Kind of breaks the illusion of someone actually being not back there. It's kids, so they're fine. They enjoy it. Then we see this jackass guy showing up in a Mercedes to the hospital. He's like, uh, jingles, bells, bank books, swells, something, 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 I don't know. And then he throws the, his keys at someone to go park his car, but it's actually just a post office man, because this guy's so oblivious to his whole surroundings and doesn't pay attention to anything. So that post office man could have a new uh, mail delivery car for all we know. And then we see uh, Santa finally getting a little one-on-one time with Joe, being like, so your name was on a list with a bunch of other names, and 
but slowly uh, one after another they got deleted or i forgot about them either one works and you are the lucky winner to take on this job. and then the cocky business guy comes in and be like hey joe i'm pushing santa claus out of the way here uh it's your it's your job dude uh you're big hit right now got you in a movie role just saying and marty hits the business guy and marty wants him to get rid of his beard so he has a whole new look and he can get all these movie roles and santa's like no no don't get rid of your beard keep your beard your beard's good and uh joe's like yeah yeah your your beard. I, I like my beard honestly to be honest with you marty and then santa's like damn it i forgot my sack of toys so he runs back outside to see if Ernest is still there and of course Ernest is nowhere to be seen because he's already left and then we see the tax cap service where we see the trunk of his car open we see the sack hanging out and then we see Ernest talking to the owner of the tax cap company and he's pretty pissed off because apparently Ernest gives free rides more than once and then more than just Santa Claus so and he gets fired on the spot and then as Ernest is leaving the tax cab company, I was like, ah, it's a dead-end job, don't worry about it. Ernest's like, if there wasn't kids around, it would have been a much darker scene. And then the tax cab owner throws the, the sack out, and he's like, here, you take this. So Ernest goes to pick up, and then as he's picking it up, the tax cab owner also throws the Christmas tree out and lands on the back of Ernest's head. And then next thing we see is uh, Chuck and Bobby looking at that giant wooden crate that they brought into the warehouse. And then a hoof comes through, and they're like, oh okay there's something in there and then we see joe and um mary the, the secretary lady at the hospital they're trying to help santa uh find where Ernest is so they can get the sack back and marty's being like hey you gotta go you know you've already blown off one appointment for this mr santos guy so i'll deal with it even though i'm not going to deal with it because i'm a dickhead and i'm just i just think about money so then marty just starts questioning santa claus being like yeah you're kind of crazy so maybe we should put you in the mental hospital just to make sure everything's okay with you mr santos then marty calls him again mr santos and santa claus like the name is santa claus and then we see uh ernest showing up in his old be up ford with harmony in the passenger seat and the, the christmas tree in the back and he's like oh Vern, i you know i help Vern out all the time i help him work on his house help him with his christmas decoration you know burn's my best but we've been through so much stuff with Vern. then we see ernest just open up the door being like ho 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 Vern, merrick this door slams in front of his face and Harmony's like i thought you said burn mr friend he's like oh he's just a he's a plan he's always like this and then we just see from like Vern's perspective as Ernest is bringing the Christmas tree in and smashing everything on the walls all the glassware all the statues and then we see Ernest struggling to get the tree to stand up because the, the tree's so tall compared to the ceiling he's like ah you know put some tinsel and some light on the tree it'll be fine don't worry about Vern and then he sees a bowl uh, like a fruit bowl some juice and all this oranges and lemons inside of it so he just picks up the whole bowl and just starts drinking out he's like mm, good Vern, i like that and then next time we know we see santa claus being put into the back of a police car and marty's like yeah he's crazy you know it's that time of the year we just gotta you gotta make sure he's uh doing okay and uh, go get him checked out and have him stay in the drunk tank so needless to say we know uh, Marty's not on Santa's good list by any means at all. And then back in Vern's house, we see Ernest trying to unplug Christmas lights inside the home. But it looks like, and it, the plug won't come out of the, the plug in. So he starts, you know, pulling on it to the point where all the wiring comes out of the wall. And he just keeps pulling on it. To the point where this wire goes up to a light, he pulls on it and then there's a flash. And then next thing we know, we cut and see uh, Santa Claus is having his mug shot taken. And being fingerprinted at the police station. And then they take uh, Santa Claus off to do some paperwork. And then one of the other guys that was fingerprinting Santa Claus looks at the stamps that he did he's like i've never seen anything like this at all each one of his fingerprints has a different snowflake pattern inside of it uh that's kind of weird don't you think i don't know maybe he is santa claus then huh and then we see marty at the uh job interview that joe has for the movie and he's like ah they love you they love you joe 
you know, they said you have good chemistry with the kids and everything. And he's like, so uh, did you ever get anything cleared out with uh, Mr. Santa Claus there? And Marty's like, yeah, yeah, everything's fine. You know, found all his stuff. He's on his way. Don't worry about him at all. He's not sitting in the police station at all. That's fine. And then for whatever reason, while at Burns' house, um... Ernest goes out to the truck to get some bolt cutters for whatever reason. I'm not sure what he's doing with them. And then we see the sack there, and he's like, oh, I'm just going to open it up and look at it. And then when he does, light comes out, and he's like, oh, no, he's him. And then we see Ernest and Harmony in the truck discussing it, and Harmony's like, no, he's not Santa Claus. And then we have Ernest pulling out some Steiner math. Uh, that's a, a clip you have to look on YouTube yourself. But it's just him like, you know, so he did that, carry the one, the rotation of the earth, uh, sign of cancer, this and that. Yeah, uh, you could be Santa Claus. And then we see Chuck and Bobby at the warehouse, and we see the reindeer are walking free through the, the warehouse. And Chuck's like, you know, I think those are Lathian goats, actually. I don't think the reindeer. And then we see two of them jump up onto the ceiling, and they're just looking up and like, ah, yeah, that might be reindeer. And we see Ernest and Harmony at the children's hospital begging on the glass. Well, obviously, no one's there and it's closed. And then Harmony's like, what's this all about? And he opens up the bag and he's like, you know, I think I know what it's about. I'm just going to reach into the bright light and slowly pull one thing out and just prove to you that it's actually Santa's sack. And then the first thing that Ernest pulls out of the bag, it, it starts out as a giant globe. He's like, I think this is for you, Harmony. And then once it's done being a giant globe, it's a peak, or not peacock, uh, it's a, a flamingo harifons on his head and he pulls out like a nutcracker and some other toys and he's just going through all this stuff to try and find something that harmony actually wants and she just like you're you're weird ernest and then we see ernest and harmony driving the truck and ernest like we gotta get him get this hat back we gotta get back to santa and, you know i'm i'm magical myself but i don't can't even control the power of this this christmas sack so it's gotta be in santa's hands we just gotta gotta find him and then we see santa claus being taken to his uh, holding cell which is just the general population holding cell and he walks in he's looking around and we see all these different people in jail and one guy's got a giant scar across his face and just a bunch of other guys staring him down it's like interesting and then we see a, a shot of outside Ernest's house and it's very tacky looking got ornaments all over the place and we see Harmony's asleep on the couch, which is a zebra print couch. And then Ernest is like, morning time, as he's flipping pancakes at her as she's sitting on the couch. And then we have Ernest just thinking of some theories and wondering how Santa Claus got into his house as a kid because his house never had a chimney at all. Then Ernest is talking to Harmony at one point, and then he just puts a plate up, and a bunch of pancakes fall on the plate in his stack. And then he puts his hands down, but he puts them down on the, the heating tray that he's using. And he says, ah, and then he's got a giant bowl of butter, so he puts his hands in the butter, and he's just cleaning his hands with the butter. He's like, I like lots of butter on my pancakes. How do you like them? You like lots of butter? Then cut back to the jail cell where Santa Claus is being held, and he's got the guys singing the 12 Days of Christmas. And then we see Ernest showing up to the children's hospital where we see Mary going the christmas tree with a bunch of kids and he's like i need to find a man who was here yesterday and she's like what's his name and he's looking around at the kids being like santa claus he's like what santa claus and then all the kids laugh and Ernie's like well i'll have you know kids santa claus is a very close personal friend of mine and so ha 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 so then mary's like oh i know who you're talking about it's that poor old man that the police took away yesterday he's like Ernest like santa claus got busted oh no and then we cut back to the police station where the guy, one of the guys talking to she's like, so I hate to interrupt your your afternoon, but this guy says he's from the governor's office. And we see it's Ernest and Harmony, and they're fully dressed up now. Ernest has, like, the bow tie on, hair slicked back, glasses on. And Harmony's got, like, the schoolgirl outfit on. Uh, and apparently her name is Mindy at this point in time. And she's talking about uh, writing a, a, a report about how the government actually works. And they're coming to uh, 
the police station to see how the government actually works because apparently Mindy is also like the daughter of the governor. And then we see them walking around the police station. He's like, yeah, the goal for this facility is to, you know, rehabilitate everyone and get them back into society, you know, as, you know, uh, working people who can be trusted on the streets, essentially. And then, of course, we see them going into the D-cell where Santa Claus is being held and Ernest is looking around and being like, what's with the old man here? And one of the guys is like, oh, that's Mr. Santos. And he's like, so, Mr. Santos, how you been uh, taking care of you? He's like, my name's Santa Claus. You know this. And he's like, oh, so you're a little bit crazy. And you you have the crazy guy in here with all the other regular people? Oh, we need to get him out of here as soon as possible before he contaminates the minds of everyone else. And then Ernest grabs uh, Santa Claus. And he's be like, I'm taking this man to the padded room. And you can let my... F- facility know this because i'm gonna write you up for keeping him in with the general population and then ernest and harmony just walk out with santa claus no no questions about it and they just leave and uh we get them outside and uh, santa claus like oh thank you for getting me out time is almost running out on the situation that we're in then we see them in the truck together and apparently santa claus saying he took over from a german chap in 1889 so then Harmony's like, well, why, why are you giving it up then? Uh, he's like, well, you know, my magic is just dying and I'm getting super old and forgetting everything, to be honest with you, you little brat. And then Santa's like, I need to get Joe to be Santa Claus by 7 o'clock tonight or I'm afraid the joys and everything of Christmas are going to be gone forever and kids will never have, you know, Christmas presents ever again. And then we cut to seeing Ernest in another attire, which is something he does in all his movies, where he dresses up as an old lady with a walker with a neck brace on and she walks into the office like, is my son here? You want to pick up his dear mother even at the airport? I had to walk here the whole damn way. And Ernest is there to talk to uh, Martin, uh, the dickhead business guy. And she's like, ah, I need him to help me with my will seeing I walked here from the airport. And he wants you to have it be known. You have two sons. One good, one bad, and the good one dies. Then we cut to Santa Claus and Harmony outside. And Santa Claus is like, your mother must be worried sick about you. You know, you've been gone for a month now. And that's a pretty long time for a child your age to be gone. And Harmony's like, no, no, I'm 22. I don't know what to talk about. I live on my own. I'm not running away from my parents at all or my mom. No, no, you're silly Santa. You, you lost your magic and then we see Joe sitting in the makeup chair and Marty's there and the makeup artist is like so what should we do with the beard and Marty's like lose it and uh, Joe's like no no let's keep it let's just keep it to make sure I even want to do this movie to be honest with you please so then we see uh, Ernest and Santa dropping Harmony off at Ernest's house with the sack of course of all things and Ernest's like you gonna be okay and she's like yeah yeah I'll be fine and then they're like alright we're gonna go to the uh, movie theater or the movie production company and see if we can find Joe we see uh, Ernest show up in another costume at the back of the filming studio. He's there. I got a truck full of these uh, snakes for out there. Horror movie. Yeah. There's some rattlesnakes. And Ernest is going on about how, you know, poisonous these snakes are and how deadly they are. Because in the back bed of the truck, underneath the tarp, is Santa Claus with some garden hoses with some rattlers just shaking around. And then Ernest starts, you know, poking the, the sheet with some pipes and stuff. Just trying to make it look like, yeah, these snakes are really bad. You don't want to look underneath this tarp crazy snakes then Ernest like you want a snake for your boy i gave one to my boy my boy is dead now to be honest with you though let me see Ernest show up to the uh, movie set and he's get, getting out of the truck he's tapping on the side he's like come on son, let's go let's hurry up 
Yeah. So then Santa Claus finally gets out of the back of the truck and he's walking into the studio area and then he's, you know, confronted by another person dressed up as Santa. They have like a little eye to eye, a little confrontation looking around at each other, being like, Hey, you look like a good Santa. Hey, you look like a good Santa too. And somehow Santa gets right in where they're filming the scene for the movie. No questions asked at all, just gets through the back door and he's standing there watching as they're recording the scene. He's all happy and excited because he sees a big giant red sleigh and we see the director directing and being like, yeah, you gotta have luck Christmas spirit as you're dropping off the presents and everything. And then it's like, oh, you hear a, you hear a bang at the cabin door. And then the director's like, oh, you don't know if you want to open the door or not because it might be old St. Nick. And then the door breaks down and then it's like this swamp looking monster that comes in and Joe picks up a gun. He's like, die, you son of a, you son of a. And then the monster's like, oh, boo. And then he puts his arms down like, what, you're not going to shoot me? Come on. Part of the movie. You gotta shoot me. And then they cut the scene, and then the director's like, so is there something wrong? And he's like, I just can't say that. And he's like, what do you mean, Joe? He's like, there's, there's kids over there. I can't say that word. And then Santa Claus is like, good heavens, because they hear him talking about, you know, picking up an axe and chopping the monster up into pieces. And he's like, Joe, I thought this movie was called Santa's Sleigh. And he's like, no, not Sleigh, like S-L-E-I-G-H. It's S-L-A-Y, you know, slaying, you know, slaying the aliens, killing them. And then Joe stops to talk to Mary. He's like, Mary, come on, this guy's determined to talk to me about this whole proposition that he has. So l- let me just have a sit down with him. We'll talk it over, discuss it, and then he can go on his way. And Mary's like, what are you going to talk about, flying reindeer? And then we see Animal Control showing up to talk to Chuck and Bobby. He's like, oh, you apparently have an issue here. And he's like, ah, yeah, yeah, we got an issue. And then they just start looking up top. And Animal Control's like, ah, so that's not really an us issue. The one Animal Control person's like, ah, oh, flying reindeer. That's definitely, uh, like, yeah, air control air trafficking control person uh we're gonna leave though now so you guys can deal with your flying reindeer all right so you have a good day and then we see ernest standing outside by his truck and some guy comes up he's like hey you you're the snake guy right and Ernest's like oh yeah yeah and then he's like all right guys come on and they jump a uh, actual load of snakes in the back of his truck. He's like, oh, God, snakes. <laughs> oh, no. And then we cut back to Harmony, who's still in Ernest's home, going for the bag. And we can see there's a bunch of toys all over the place. And she's getting upset. He's like, oh, it's just a bunch of kids stuff. I want a million dollars. I don't want all this kids crap. And we see Santa Claus coming out of the, uh, the filming building. And Ernest's like, how'd it go? And Santa Claus goes to get in the back of the truck. He's like, ah, you know what? You ride up front. I wouldn't ride back there, actually, to be honest with you. Lots of snakes, actual snakes we see ernest and santa claus off in this like little wooded area where ernest is emptying out snakes out of the back of the truck and then when we fully see ernest's face he's got like four snakes biting him in the face and then he realizes like there's snakes all over so he's like oh god and then we see in ernest's house we just see harmony trying to hide all the toys that she's been taking out of the bag all throughout the place like in the cupboards and behind lampshades and underneath the couch and behind the table and then ernest and santa come back he's like oh hi how's it going Huh? And then Harmony's like, yeah, I'm gonna go get my stuff and just get ready to go. Uh, and then Ernest is like, so you better check out your bag, Santa. And Santa's like, why? Why, why would I check it out the bag? He's like, ah, just in sync. You should just check the bag there, Santa. And then Ernest asks for uh, Harmony to put the bag into the truck. And uh, she does. But at this point in time, once she's outside, she's actually swapping the sacks out. Because we see her dusting off a bunch of, like, feathers and harmony's like ah so yeah i'm, I'm not gonna go if you guys i'm gonna go see my cousin uh so uh good luck to you guys and i'll talk to you guys later okay then once they drive around we see that she goes around to the boat that ernest has on his trailer and she pulls off the tarp and then the real christmas sack is 
actually in the boat the whole time, or since she went outside at least. So the nurse drops Santa off at the spot where he needs to be. And he's like, Santa, I gotta go to the you know what, so your people, you know, get the you know what to the, where they need to be. You know, you know what I mean. And then Santa grabs the bag of the back of the truck, and he knows that something's different now because the bag's actually got some weight to it because it's full of stuff. And we see Santa knocking on Joe's door and just you know letting himself in because that's what Santa does apparently. And then he's seeing Joe for the first time without his beard because Joe actually shaves the beard off. And Joe's like, how did you find my house? And Joe's like, so why, why are you picking on me? Why me? He's Santa Claus. Like, because you have the joy and you have the wear for all and you know how to deal with children. And Joe's like, so what's this? My sack of toys? And he opens up. He's like, it's just a sack full of feathers. And you can hear the stress in Santa's voice. He's like, I know. It's going to be okay. So a kid stole the real bag. But we're going to get the real bag. Just trust me. And then Joe is kicking Santa Claus out of the house because he's like, you know what? I got to get ready. I have an appointment where real people are going to give me more than just a sack full of feathers. Then we see Harmony pulling up to a train station. She just goes up to Clerk. She's like, here, this is all I got. Where can it take me? And apparently the next thing is at 640 and it's just going to Miami because she's in Orlando right now. And she's like, nothing sooner? He's like, no, not on Christmas either. Not. And we can see she's feeling a little worried about her decisions she's making because she's sitting down and there's another family sitting across from her. And Bobby, the older brother of this little girl, is like, well, Santa only brings you presents if you're good. And then we see Santa sitting down at a bus stop talking to the old another old gentleman be like you know i guess i can't judge a book by the cover you know if i was wrong about one person i could be wrong about someone else and then as he's getting ready to go on the bus he actually drops the sack into the garbage can and it's kind of like that spider-man scene where spider-man's putting the the suit in the garbage can because he's tired of being spider-man then we see ernest showing up with a ride truck and he's like hey fella so uh these are these reindeer i need them at the children's memorial hospital like five minutes ago so can we get them in the truck and get out of here and then Chuck's like, so, uh, Ernest, we've been holding these flea bags here for uh, a fella named Elms. And then we see the two little elves coming through the airport and going through Skippy there. And he's looking at their uh, passports and like, yeah, fine, it's Christmas Eve. What? Whatever. And then Ernest is still talking to Bobby and Chuck. He's like, I got no way bill. I got no quarantine bill. I got nothing. I'm just here to grab the reindeer. And Chuck's like, oh, well, too bad. You were holding it for a helper named Elves. And they show up and he's like, Elves. It's Elves. And then they just uh, load the reindeer up like it's no big deal. No problem at all. And then we see them loaded up in the rider truck getting ready to take the the reindeer to the hospital and it's like I, I know a shortcut this i've used this way before and he clicks the gate for the gate to open up uh, but there's a spike strip apparently on the other side of this gate he drives right over and he's like oh i forgot about that oh and then we see ernest looking at the tire he's like oh there we go i messed up things like always he's like, yeah oh, this time it's worse i messed up christmas for everybody and Ernest's like ha, i got an idea and the elves are like oh no big red ink on like this idea at all he's not gonna like this at all so let me see uh joe and marty at the contract signing for this new movie and they're like be, be aware that this is probably going to generate like santa slay two three four five god knows how many and joe's like okay okay well i have some issues with the script can we like cut back the violence and then the producer or something just goes off on me. he's like you've been on some kid hit show that got canceled you just say please and thank you so much that you don't even know how the real world works and then we cut to Ernest, who's standing in the sleigh with it fully set up with the reindeer getting ready to take off and probably kill somebody not really because
because it's a kids movie. But he would probably seriously wreck that sleigh. Let me see Ernest trying to get the sleigh to take off, and he's like, "May the force be with you." And he's saying a bunch of different things. And then we see the cops starting to show up, and then the elf starts saying this, this, <laughs> saying the uh, sequence of names. And then uh, Ernest starts screwing up the name, calling like uh, Blister. I think he calls one of them, and he's like, "Blitz it! It's Blitzen!" And they take off, and then the sleigh just starts going off into there, and they start screaming. And the elves are screaming. He's like, he's going to kill us. He's going to kill us. He's like, don't worry, my little buzz. There ain't a vehicle I can't drive. He's like, ah, just let me grab this and press a bunch of buttons and hope for the best. As we just see them doing loops in the sky. And the elves are telling him to pull the brake. And he actually literally pulls the full brake off. And he's holding at it, looking at it, as he's screaming at it. And then Ramley in the contract setting, Joe just stands up and looks out the window. And he's he's like, it's real. I'm him. He's him. I'm him. Because he sees the sleigh going around up in circles. And he's like, Merry Christmas, everyone. Walks right out of the contract signing. Then we see some military guys looking at the radar. He's like, that can't be one of our boys. going to be. He's like, no, we better scramble with it. And then we see two jets coming after... Uh, Ernest and the elves. So then we see Harmony. Uh, at, I thought it was a bus station, but I don't know why. It's a train station. Um, but the mom has to walk away as they're waiting for the train to show up because she forgot something. And then the, the brother's being a jackass to the little sister, saying Santa's not real and whatnot. And Harmony's like, Santa is real. This is his magic sack. And then the little lady's like, well, why do you have it then? She's a little excited. She's like, it's a really good question. I don't have the answer for that one. And then we just see Harmony with the sack running to try and get to the Morrow Kids Hospital before 7. And then we also see Joe trying to make it through traffic to the hospital as well before 7 o'clock. And we see Harmony running around the corner and Santa's right there. And they, you know, walk up to each other and she hands him the, the sack. And he's staring at her. He looks pretty pissed off. And then he's like, welcome back. And then they have a little hugging, touching moment. Like touching, not like touching in the wrong way. Like a heartfelt moment. We find out that Harmony feels like she's got things figured out now to the point where she even called her mom to let her mom know what's going on. Because like we said earlier, she's been missing for a month. So let me see her. And he's like, yeah, see, I got, I got it figured out. I can drive anything. And he goes to press the lever and they're like, don't touch that. He's like, what's the problem? Pulls it full force, and we go into light speed mode. And we see Joe showing up, and Santa Claus is like, you game. He's like, yeah, so is that job still open? And he's like, for the red madness. And then they shake hands, and then we see Joe lighting up blue, and then his whole attire changes, and he's fully decked out in the Santa attire with a full beard and white hair hair and everything to go with it and then harmony's like yeah great you know great suit here you're gonna need this because nobody else knows to use it he gives him the sack he's like my name is pamela star and then uh joe goes off and gives the real name and the address and everything and he's like how did how how did i know that he's like, don't worry about it. you'll forget a lot of things and then we see Ernest and the elves doing laps around the earth just stuck going around the atmosphere of the earth altogether. And then we have uh, Joe Santa Claus doing his first miracle for Christmas and making it snow in Orlando because Santa Claus brings about when he met the guy at the airport earlier in the movie saying how he met this guy who wants some snow for Christmas for the first time ever or for a long time because he's usually in Toronto I believe. And we cut to that guy who's on the phone who's getting pissed off at someone else that he's working with and then he turns around and sees it snowing and he's like, you know, it's Christmas Eve. We'll settle the deal in every day. It's fine. Merry Christmas. And then we see Ernest stopping uh, outside the atmosphere. He's like, nobody move and nobody dies. And then one of those sneezes in the 
sleigh just shoots straight down to the ground and that just stops before the ground Aaron's like <laughs> air brakes and Santa Claus is like Ernest you made it he's like yeah well of course I made it it's, it's me then Ernest uh, hands over the sleigh to Joe and he's like hey Joe I got sisters now so uh, you know just be careful on the curves and stuff you know the hands a little weird and stuff you know I'm sure you could take good care of it but like I'm just gonna walk around and look sad now and Joe sees that Ernest's eyes he's like so uh, is there anywhere in the books that says I can't have a driver for you know one night and the elves are in the back are like, no, no, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. And he's like, come on, Ernest, you want to you wanna drive? You know, you got more airtime than I do. He's like, oh, of course, I am Ernest B. World. I am expert to sleigh ride driver. And then Ernest like, so uh, can we actually use an RNA elf as well? And Joe's like, yeah, of course, why not? And then Harmony jumps in as well. And then Ernest is saying the segment of reindeer's names, and he forgets Blitzen yet again because he just stares up at the sky, and everyone has to yell. And then the sleigh just takes off into the sky and then as they go away uh mary's like so we haven't been formally introduced i am mary uh morrissey and he's like well once a time ago i was known as uh seth applegate so i guess i am once again and then they grab hands and start walking off on their own together and then we see the sleigh go by and it's joe saying ho 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 merry christmas everyone and up on the screen and stars it says merry christmas everyone to all good night uh you know what i mean and then we cut back to chuck and bobby in the the warehouse looking at and they're looking at another slip that says uh what's war and they're arguing about what's war and then out of nowhere big giant rabbit ears poke through the crate and chuck starts to scream and then the outro credits start to roll and the movie is over and yeah that brings us to the end of the uh earnest uh saves christmas which he actually does say christmas just so you guys know it's a, it's a factual thing he does say christmas i'm sure as you guys know me being an earnest fan i'm already going to give this movie a high rating but i think this movie is great it's definitely a must watch for my family every year on christmas like i said this is already the second time i watched it this year alone uh, i might have watched it earlier in the year too um, the occasional time this in like Christmas Vacation I'll put on just randomly just because they are fun movies and I enjoy them a lot. Uh, yeah, for this one though, I'm giving it a solid 8.5 out of 10. It might be a 9, might be close to 9, but we'll do an 8.5 out of 10 because I enjoy this movie a lot. And yeah, there's nothing nothing bad that I can say about it. It's just a fun movie and I love, I love Ernest, so it's just a fun watch. So definitely check it out if you, uh have time except it's on disney plus so all right which brings us to our movie we're going to watch uh for next week so this next episode it's going to still air before the year's over um so i feel like we should technically be a christmas movie though this is going to come out after christmas so this is a movie that everyone likes to argue if it's a christmas movie or if it's not a christmas movie we're going to watch a movie from 1988 it's for two hours and 12 minutes you can also watch it on disney plus as well uh we're going to watch die hard because a lot of people have that argument that is it a christmas movie isn't it a christmas movie so i feel like like it's a good movie to have to end off the year uh, i've never done a diehard movie review at all so it should be a fun one uh, i haven't watched this one in many many years i don't it's not one of the ones i watch every year so we'll definitely be be fun to revisit this because it's been a while you know then you guys can maybe have an opinion about it and uh, you know let me know in the comments on the movie uh if you think it is a christmas movie or if it isn't a christmas movie we'll have a yeah that should be a fun episode of the podcast hopefully you guys will enjoy it and hopefully you know uh hopefully you guys have a good christmas because like i said this episode's gonna come out just before christmas so hopefully you guys got everything you want hopefully you guys got that nice lump of coal yeah 
I, I'm kidding, of course. Uh, hopefully you guys all have a great time, family, and hopefully it's a white Christmas and nothing too crazy, depending on wherever you guys are. And uh, I appreciate you guys for coming back each and every single week. It means a lot to me. It really does. Uh, I do this because of just my joy of movies in general, and I never thought ever I'd have a podcast uh, because I'm not personally one who likes even talking in general. I'm definitely an extrovert. So the fact that I'm doing streaming now and podcasting of course it's not in front of people uh you know the streaming is of course uh not to a large crowd by any means but um it's just something new and you know trying to get me open out of my shell and i enjoy this platform i enjoy being a creative person in general so i'm very very happy that we got another year in the books and i don't think i really missed any weeks at all i could be wrong but i'm pretty sure it's been the episode dropped every single week of the year so you know being consistent is a big thing to me and i hope for another i don't know even know how many years left of the podcast i really have no plans on ending it anytime soon uh, as long as technology keeps going well and nothing major breaks on me of course so hopefully you guys keep coming back each and every week and like i said i appreciate it dearly i really do uh, with that being said hopefully you guys have a great christmas hopefully you have a great new year's the other episode of the podcast will be out before new year's i believe it comes out just before new year's so uh yeah i don't know what else to say i'm tired it's still an early day and i'm so it's so weird to have this podcast record so early but you know it gives me all day to edit and get everything out and get like a tiktok video made and whatnot uh, a little short reel and stuff so hopefully you guys enjoyed it and as always check out the outro band toronto based horror band blood opera the links will be down in the description below and as always you can find me on all social media accounts uh, we got X, um, Threads, TikTok, um, Facebook page, Instagram, uh, pretty much at anywhere that you type in at type and sign. I'll be there. And the main thing we're pushing is the YouTube channel. So definitely go check that out as well. Uh, once we do get a thousand subs on there, giving away some free artwork. Uh, we have the weekly gaming video every Wednesday dropping. We have various uh, uh, little short videos, art videos. And I've been streaming consistently on there as well. I think I've been streaming almost every other night for the most part so we, we were streaming some yakuza last night been streaming some lego fortnite we're going to be streaming some fall guys at some point you know we're just having fun with it so hopefully you guys will you know pop around for that and subscribe to the channel and at one point we'll give away some free artwork don't know what the artwork's going to be yet maybe i'll just pick a random person that can pick a subject that they want drawn i'm not sure yet we'll, we'll see we'll air it out we're still like 400 away from it so once we hit that thousand sub we'll be doing that and yeah i will talk to you guys all later thank you again for showing up for another episode and yeah peace on Monday we go into All Saints Day. The night of the dead begins then. And if the portals of hell don't get shut before, no dead body will ever be able to rest in peace again. And so the dead will rise up and take over the earth and you must, you've got to get to Dunwich. You must reclose those gates.